Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Millennium Live. My name is Connor Tui. I'm very happy to be joined today by Jamie Pagliaro. He is the Executive Vice President and Chief Learning Officer at Rethink First, which is a company that's helping general and neurodiverse populations live healthier, happier, and more productive lives through solutions that change the face of behavioral health. Jamie, thanks for joining Millennium Live. Thanks, Connor. Glad to be here with you. Great. So let's dive into some of these questions here that I have for you. And uh, they're very important topics as we discuss behavioral health. What can you tell us about Rethink as a company, as a whole, and as well as the great work that you're doing in the field of autism spectrum disorder? Sure. Rethink is a, uh, a New York City-based technology company that we co-founded uh, about 14 years ago now. And at the time, our focus was on how we could leverage technology and, and the digital landscape to disseminate uh, evidence-based practices for uh, children with autism and caregivers, teachers, therapists who are supporting them in a variety of settings. And when we started the business, our focus was on the public education sector. And today uh, we work with some of the largest school districts in the country delivering curriculum and training content. But during the past 14 years, we've seen autism insurance legislation sweep the nation and uh, get passed in all 50 states. And that really opened up a whole new area for us to focus on, which was healthcare and how we could support uh, outcomes for children with autism that are being treated by healthcare providers uh, and health plans. Well, that's terrific. And with, with that open door means uh, there's probably going to be some challenges along the way. So what are these major challenges that health plans and managed care organizations face in providing the effective care management services for members with ASD? Well, you know, through our work in the employee benefits and provider space, we started to see the incredible need for qualified providers to deliver treatment services under the autism insurance legislation. We also noticed payers and health plans working to create networks to ensure access to care, but really a sort of a wild west emerged uh, in terms of how that care was provided without a lot of uh, guidelines or history of, of around healthcare of ABA, Applied Behavior Analysis Services for Kids with Autism. Uh, a lack of standards has led to um, a lot of different challenges that are being faced now by health plans. One of them being, how do they ensure that the, the uh, children's and their members' needs are being met appropriately and that appropriate levels of clinical care are being uh, recommended and delivered by providers? And how do they keep their members satisfied? And uh, you know, the autism community is, is a really strong set of advocates. Uh, parents really fight as they should to make sure that their kids are getting the best possible services. Uh, and so that really raises the bar for health plans to ensure that they're, they're meeting the needs of those members. So how does Rethink support the, the health plan and the managed care communities uh, in establishing you know, standards of care within the autism spectrum disorder health population? Sure. You know, we're focused on two main areas. The first is uh, the care management aspect. And because there are no current standards on how ABA or applied behavior analysis services are prescribed to children with autism, uh, and given the fact that those services 
can range from a few hours per week of service all the way up to 40 hours a week of service for a child. It can get incredibly expensive. And without any kind of guardrails, there's the possibility for overprescription of services. There's also the possibility for underprescription or underutilization of those services. So on one end, you have cost control challenges. On the other end, you may have outcomes issues because kids aren't getting the services that they need. So we worked with our scientific advisory board and an expert panel to establish uh, a set of guidelines uh, based on medical necessity criteria that can help health plans, care managers, utilization managers uh, review the needs of a particular member and determine if what the provider is recommending for that member is clinically appropriate. So by providing a standardized approach to prescribing the care, we really set up a, a, a set of guardrails to ensure that on one hand, we're not over-prescribing services, but on the other hand, making sure that kids are also receiving the level of service that is clinically appropriate. On the other end of that continuum, we're also very focused on the member experience. And many times I think parents of children with special needs would tell you that their kids fall through the cracks. And yeah. so we want to make sure that those members are having a great experience with their health plan. And so we have a set of digital solutions that help guide parents through the autism journey. Everything from teaching them about what autism is, what ABA is when a child is newly diagnosed, all the way through to teaching life skills, social skills, communication skills, and even how to transition into adulthood. Um, that digital solution set is paired with clinical consultation by board certified behavior analysts that parents can book on demand through our mobile app. So we really seek to both help standardize the way that services are prescribed, those, those direct services, which are typically done in home or in a clinic setting, but then also to ensure that, that families, parents, caregivers are given appropriate level of support through our digital solutions as well. In what you've seen so far, how effectively do health plans and MCOs across the country collect data, you know, to support progress in this and, and, and of course, you know, support positive outcomes, which is the ultimate goal? Sure. Well, I think, you know, this is such a new arena for health plans and most of the plans and, and companies that we work with, their focus has been on just ensuring that they have a provider network in place, that there's access to care for their members. Less focus has been placed on the actual effectiveness of care, the quality of the providers, or the outcomes that are being achieved with members. And that's really where Rethink comes in. Um, you know, Obviously, health plans are sitting on mounds of claims data where they can look at what's been delivered and what the costs are and what the utilization has been. Um, but actually understanding what the outcomes uh, are of that care has been a blind spot. And mm -hmm. so our care management platform helps, uh, helps them not only with making decisions about what type of care to authorize, but it also helps them collect a whole set of outcome data on the care that is being delivered that can be used to help power a value-based care approach to treating autism. So can Rethink enable health plans and provider participation on the value-based care arrangements? Yeah, I think we're really laying the framework and the, the, the groundwork to do that with our solution. I mean, 
to, to develop a robust value-based care model, you need data on outcomes. And right now that data does not exist in any health plan that I'm aware of. And so our system is really first and foremost, helping them capture a set of outcome data so that they can start to set benchmarks for providers. They can look at and identify patients that maybe aren't achieving optimal outcomes as a result of the care that's being delivered. So I definitely think we're helping uh, health plans take that first step towards a value-based care approach to treating autism. Yeah, and, and we can dive into that a little bit more. So what are, what are the, some of the major challenges for the families out there who have a child with, with an autism diagnosis? Yeah, it's a great question. And I, I spent the last 25 years of my career developing services, schools, home-based programs for children with autism before getting into the technology side of this. So I've, I've really seen firsthand and worked with so many families um, that, that struggle to, uh, to navigate this complex system of care through school systems, through health plans. Um, I think, you know, at the top of the list is always access to care, access to providers. And I hear that if you're in a major metropolitan area where there's many, many providers that often there's wait lists for those providers, or if you're in a more geographically remote or rural area, maybe there's not even any providers uh, in a reasonable distance from your home to access that care. Um, and I think the biggest challenge is that we know early intervention is critical. The earlier that we can begin providing services to kids, the more likely we are to achieve optimal outcomes. So when people are waiting to access care, it's almost like every day that window is getting shut a little bit more. Um, and so I, I think, you know, that would be first and foremost, the, the biggest challenge that's still out there is access to care. I think families also um, struggle during many inflection points during the journey as well, the transition into school and how to advocate for an individualized education plan or an IEP and ensuring that the child's getting the right level of support and services at school. Similarly, as they're transitioning out of school age services, trying to navigate um, opportunities for job training, for independent living, um, all of these inflection points present uh, significant challenges to families. And I know through our parent uh, support model and our, our caregiver consultation model, these are often the times that families are reaching out to book times with our clinicians to help them navigate some of these inflection points along the journey. Hmm. So what are, uh, you know, what types of supports are out there, you know, and that are available for families who are waiting for the opportunity to receive care for the, for their loved ones? Sure. Well, I mean, it's, it's one of the reasons that we put together our parent consultation model so that whether they suspect that a child may have may need to be screened for autism, or maybe they've been recommended for an evaluation, or maybe they've just received that diagnosis and are now applying or getting on wait lists, uh, we wanted to make sure that parents had access immediately to high quality educational materials to help them understand autism and the, the journey ahead of them. Uh, and of course, our commitment to science and evidence-based practices, because when you get on the internet and you search autism treatment, there's, there's just so much information out there. It can be very overwhelming and it can also be difficult for someone to identify what's accurate, what's scientifically based information and what is not. 
So through our digital platform, families can immediately begin accessing these materials and they can also go in and immediately book time to speak with and do a, uh, a consultation session with a board certified behavior analyst who almost immediately can start giving them suggestions of ways to leverage the information in our digital platform to begin working on some simple skills with their child and getting ready to be able to work with other service providers. We can also help them as they're preparing to enter school or entering adulthood to understand what the IEP process is like and how to advocate in that IEP process. So we're really there coaching them and supporting them at every step in the journey. Uh, and I think that's why it's such a valuable service that we've been able to offer to the community. Well, it's really inspirational that, you know, a company like Rethink is diving into, you know, tackling these problems and, and, and figuring out ways to give accessibility and uh, take on and tackle so the social determinants that preclude care. Uh, I can't let you go, Jamie, without asking maybe what you see the future like and, and what Rethink maybe has plans for in the next two to five years. Sure. I mean, we envision a future by partnering with health plans where we can ensure that once a family receives that diagnosis, that they can very quickly get access to accurate, scientifically-based information they can immediately get access to highly qualified professionals to help them navigate the journey. And that as they receive services from a provider in their community, uh, we envision a future where using our tools, we can ensure that every child is receiving a clinically appropriate level of care that gives them the best shot at achieving the greatest outcomes that they could possibly get uh, from receiving those services. Um, the future for us really lies in that data. Um, and because this is such a new area for healthcare, uh, we have a team dedicated to data science and really looking at all of the data that we've now collected over the last 14 years in the education sector, in the employer sector, in the provider sector, and now with health plans, that we can really start to inform best practices, set benchmarks pinpoint patients that maybe are not responding to treatment so that they can get the help they need and where we can make better decisions that optimize the outcomes for individuals with autism. I, I love to hear it. And, and thank you for joining Millennium Live today, Jamie. It's, it's, it's really great to hear all the amazing things that you know, Rethink is doing and, and is, is going to do in this relatively uh, new space in healthcare. And transforming behavioral health. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you and I'm excited to, uh, to find out the, what the future holds for Rethink. Thanks for having me today, Connor. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Millennium Live to listen and learn on life and leadership.